0: My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Touch of the Master's Hand. My name is Bill Crockett. Hope you had a great weekend. We're starting a new series today that I'm going to call A Word to the Wise It's a study in the book of Proverbs, and we're going to start today with an episode entitled "The Purpose of the Book of Proverbs." And I'm going to read a few verses starting in Proverbs chapter one, verse number one. The Bible says these are the proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. And then here's our theme verse, verse number five, let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Our series is entitled, A Word to the Wise, and it's excerpts from the book of Proverbs about how to live a wise life according to the Bible. Today we're going to talk about the purpose of the book as explained in these few verses that we've started with, but let me begin by asking you this. Have you ever wondered what separates the highly successful people from mediocre people in life? What makes someone an apostle Paul? What was it that set apart Joshua, David, Solomon, and the great leaders of the bible from the others well there are many things but the most critical attribute was wisdom listen to this discourse between god and solomon found in first kings chapter 3 verses 5 through 14 the bible says that night the lord appeared to solomon in a dream and god said what do you want ask and i'll give it to you Solomon replied, "'You showed great and faithful love to your servant, my father David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Now, O Lord my God, you have made me king instead of my father David, but I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around.' And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous, they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, Because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice, and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart, such as no one else has had or ever will have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches And fame. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. And if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands, as your father David did, I will give you a long life. It's interesting to me that when God asked Solomon what he wanted of all the things in the world, Solomon said, Give me an understanding heart and help me to know the difference between right and wrong. God called that wisdom. God said, the Bible says, the Lord was pleased with Solomon because he had asked for wisdom. Well, what Solomon asked was to give him an understanding heart so he can know the difference between right and wrong. That tells me that is the basic definition of wisdom. An understanding heart so that we can know the difference between right and wrong. God gave Solomon what he asked for, and of course, God also gave him the things he didn't ask for because he asked for wisdom. Then God used Solomon to write a book in the Bible called Proverbs. In this book, Solomon wrote about the wisdom God had given him and was imparting this wisdom to his own son. God chose to have him write these nuggets of truth in the book of Proverbs and then God gave them to us in the Bible. These truths will do the same for us that they did for Solomon. They will give us an understanding heart so we can know the difference between right and wrong. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse number 5 says, let the wise listen to these Proverbs and become even wiser. So, What is wisdom? Well, we've seen the basic definition is to have an understanding heart so we know the difference between right and wrong. The Hebrew word used in Proverbs 1 that's translated wisdom actually means skillful. Vine's Complete Expository Dictionary of Old and New Testament words says that the Hebrew word shakmah used, translated here wisdom, means the knowledge and ability to make the right choices at the opportune time. With that in mind, we're going to spend several episodes discussing some principles of wisdom as given to us in the book of Proverbs. Now, this is not going to be an exhaustive study of all the principles found in Proverbs, but rather just a quick look at a few bits of wisdom for our everyday lives over the next several episodes. But today, let's start by examining the purpose of, the book of Proverbs as it's found in Proverbs chapter 1 in the first four verses. The purpose of the book of Proverbs is simply this, to teach people, to help people, and to give to people what they need to think and live in this world like a child of God. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. So God gave us the book of Proverbs to teach us how to live, to help us do what's right, to give us the knowledge and the ability to know right from wrong in every situation. In Proverbs 1, these first four verses, the Bible gives us seven things that Proverbs will teach us that will cause us to be wise. So let me give you these seven things real quick as we look at the overall purpose for the book of Proverbs. Number one, the Bible says in verse two that their purpose— the writings of Proverbs, is to teach people wisdom. Now, we've already talked about wisdom. Basically, wisdom is the ability to make the right choices at the right time. The honest truth is, the storyline of our lives is written by the choices that we make. The path my life has followed is largely due to the choices I have made. Some good, some not so good. Nevertheless, Each choice propelled me down a road that has eventually brought me to where I am today. It's critical that we learn to make the right choices at the right time, and that's one reason why God gave us the book of Proverbs. Verse 2 also says that the purpose is to not only teach us wisdom, but to also teach us discipline. The Hebrew word translated here, discipline, is the word that's also translated instruction. It gives the idea of moral training by means of instruction with reinforcing discipline. The same principle is taught in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 through 11, where the Bible describes for us how God trains and teaches us. Let me read this to you. Hebrews 12, 5 through 11. And you have forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children. He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who's never disciplined by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and really not his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. By the way, I think it's important that we see that God's discipline, his training is always good for us. But then he goes on to say, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Well, that's what the book of Proverbs is going to give us. It's going to teach us discipline and instruction. It's going to teach us how to self-discipline ourselves so that we make right choices in the situations we face in our life. And then finally, verse 2 says that the purpose of Proverbs is to help give us understanding in the insights of the wise. In other words, the book of Proverbs is going to help us to be able to discern right from wrong in a wise manner. Then we come to verse 3, and we find purpose number 4. Verse number 3 says their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. So purpose number 4 is so that we can live a disciplined and successful life. Lives that are characterized by self-discipline, evidenced by the choices one makes based on what God says is right. So all this means is that our life will be characterized by self-discipline. In other words, we're going to learn how to make ourselves make the right choices. And those right choices are based on what God says is right and wrong. By doing what God says is right, our life will know true success, which is basically doing God's will. Listen to Joshua chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, because the Bible says the purpose is to teach us to live disciplined, making ourselves do the right thing, and successful lives. Well, here is success, Joshua 1, 7 and 8. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Notice, God is telling Joshua, you got to obey my word that I gave you through Moses. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate in it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Once again, obey it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. According to the Bible, true success is a life lived in obedience to the principles of the scripture. So, Purpose number four, discipline in successful lives. Purpose number five, the book of Proverbs is going to teach us to do what is right and just and fair. And that's what it says in verse number three at the end of the verse. Now, what does this mean? It just means learning what is right based on the Bible and not based on the world. Then I want to give you these last few purposes found in verse number four. So purpose number five is simply this. Look at verse number four. These Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Insight to the simple. This is an interesting statement. It literally means to give insight or to help one become aware of. Now, what this means is that the book of Proverbs is going to teach us truths that will help us not to get fooled or be ignorant about what is right and wrong, and the behaviors and actions that lead to wrongdoing and trouble. God points out that Proverbs will help help those easily led astray. People who are gullible because of a lack of knowledge and understanding more or less become spiritually street smart. This means they become aware of Satan's devices and what Satan does to try and trip us up and get us to to listen to him instead of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11, Paul says this, so that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. The book of Proverbs is going to help us to become wise. It's going to give us insight. It's going to help us to become aware of those things that Satan tries to do to trip us up. Then, verse 4 continues by including the last two aspects of becoming spiritually street smart, and that is that we will gain knowledge, this is simply truth from the Bible on how to live what is right, and discernment. This is the ability to recognize evil and the traps of evil in each situation. For example, here's here's an example of that in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 10 through 15. Where the Bible says, my child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone just for fun. Let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come throw in your lot with us. We'll all share the loot. And Proverbs says, my child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their path. Here's an example of how God is giving us knowledge and helping us to discern a trap that evil people may set for us. They talk a good talk, but it's only going to lead to trouble. These types of instructions are all through the book of Proverbs to teach us, help us, and give us the knowledge we need to live disciplined and successful lives for God. In closing, when we become followers of Jesus, we're like babies who need to learn and grow in order to know how to follow God and live like a believer. And we've got to learn to think like God thinks. Listen to Romans 12 too. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. This is what the book of Proverbs will do for us. It will teach us how to think like God thinks. Now, tomorrow, we'll take a look at the foundation for all wisdom. Without this, wisdom is impossible. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for giving us the book of Proverbs and allowing us the ability to be able to gain wisdom. And I pray, Father, that as we study this book and as we go through these few simple truths, that you will help us to become wise in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. I hope you have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody.